That's the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. (laughs) There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a Bush. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. Ayahuasca. What's up, Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Legend Hamilton, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. You hear Alex Strofe laughing in the background here. Matt Hamilton trying so, so hard to show off all his Matt Hamilton swag. Live from the Hamilton household here. Uh, We are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. The Gretzky is is dope. Yeah, the rest is pretty big. Look at Jake Elliott jersey. Wow, that's a real Just jersey, under the Jake Elliott jersey right here. I got number sixty-nine uh, Jared Allen jersey. That's a real that that Jake Elliott jersey is a real hey jersey, huh? It looks like yeah. It. I met Jake Elliott at the ESPYS and we did like a whole trade the rings thing. So mm. I actually contacted him last year and I was like, "You want to trade jerseys?" So I sent him an Olympic jersey and he sent me this one. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, it's good trade. Well, Good jersey trade. Share the uh, jersey trade story with Jake Elliott, though, because he minor error when he sent it over. Cause... Oh, right. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I asked him if he wanted to trade jerseys. He told, asked me what color. I said I want the black alternate. Uh, I asked him which one he wanted. Uh, he wanted the 2022 jersey because it looked cooler than the 18. And... I signed mine and sent it away. I got his, and he never signed it. Oh! So I texted him. I was like, dude, thanks for the jersey. I really appreciate it. If I send it back, do you mind signing it? And he's <laughs> like, I didn't sign it. It's like, no, dude. <laughs> so uh, it was funny. I got When he did send it back, I attempted to put it on and not even close. literally took with my help, I was able to get it on my wife. So yeah, those Jake Elliott is a small human, and that yeah. thing is a tight little jersey. <laughs> yeah, he's small, and those things are tight. But it's not bad. It's not bad if you don't have it signed. I'm, I promise you it's not bad. I got some jerseys. Well, actually, I, no, I sent it back, and he signed it. He oh, he cool did? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was like, I can't believe it didn't sign it. He's like, send it back. I'll send. I'll forward it along. So Jake Elliott. We got it taken care of. But. Five foot nine, 167 pounds. Oh, yeah. Matt Hamilton, what about <laughs> what, what's your size? What's your height and weight there? I, I'm probably six two, uh, two two five right now. Oh, you only two five? Dang, I mean, I was, a, I was probably about I was about two twenty. I was about two twenty about six months ago. <laughs> Lighting the bridges. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, we got a little extra space there. We're tightening up the notch uh, on the belt. Uh, this is I don't trust it though, so I'm not gonna t- get rid of the jeans or anything. We'll just wear them. Loose. <laughs> Tie that belt a little um, tighter. Got the, got yeah, I don't trust myself to just ditch the jeans and get properly fitting stuff. No, I did the same thing at Carbon. I've dropped all this weight. I've put it all away. Like some, like I bought new jeans, but I put the other, cause I've dropped enough uh, that I'm like, all right, I got to tighten it up a little bit. And uh, but now I've just put some of the older stuff away. I'm like, 
I don't think I'll go back yeah. to it, but just in case. Never know. Uh, I'll at least keep it because, you know, at least for a little bit longer. At yeah. some point, it's like, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll switch it out there. Chris Orr, Jim Rutledge, and Matt Hamilton with you. Call this one uh, Rutledge and or Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, we will yeah. have the dream, them show. Here, the, the dream Show, the Dream Show name here. We are presented by Coors Light. The Mountains are blue. You know what to do? And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Matt. Uh, you're back, and I want to talk about Council, and I want to talk about mm. is he the biggest Wisconsin sports villain of all time, but I feel like I'm going to be a villain with you on this take, and I, <laughs> I apologize because I think you're going to be 100% against me. But, uh, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and set up how this topic that I'm going to rant on became a topic today. So, um, I believe the city of Milwaukee has a new bill proposed that would allow uh, homeowners to in their backyard. It's actually uh, for the state. For the state of Wisconsin, all right, mm. not just Milwaukee. It was from an article from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel yes. outlining how that the homeowners would be able to vote on this bill that would allow them to keep chickens in their backyard, up to three chickens, I believe, as well as geese and other fowl or, you know, I guess farm <laughs> animals, you would say. And um, we were discussing animals. it in the office, and I think Jim uh, had something to say about it, right, Jim? Yeah, I... It- I want the opposite passed. I want a rule that says you don't get to have a farm if you live in town. And I think the general rule should be an acre. If you got a quarter acre, the song was not give me quarter acre and a mule and I'm going to have a farm. It was 40 acres. And we've knocked it down to a quarter acre. No. If you live in town and you have like a quarter acre, you don't get a chicken. Sorry. If you want chickens, go live in the cut. Go get an acre. Yeah, you don't get goats. You don't get cows. You. They're loud and they're gross, and I <laughs> no, don't want no, no, them no. around me. I don't want. There's to plenty of places that don't allow roosters in town, which is what I'm sure yeah, this roosters. entails. But I don't but want chickens. Either one. Don't, I, but there's still about chickens. I do. I don't live. <laughs> I don't want to, chickens. They ate all the I, chicks. I, it was amazing. I specifically have turned down when we look for houses. If I saw chick, I looked at one house. I liked it. I looked out the window. Saw at the backyard some gross-ass chicken coop and said, we're not living here. I don't want to look out my window and see some dirty-ass chickens in your backyard with a chicken coop. No, you don't get them. You don't. You got to live. I need at least an acre. You got an wow. acre, do what you this want. Is your biggest, I mean, this is your biggest like old man take no, I've I, ever heard. I, I, why I are you going to be a weirdo and have damn chickens? I, I Just agree. don't do it. It's a I, weird new thing. I agree to an extent. Fresh I think you need a fence. You need a fence. I don't okay, think, yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe a quarter acre might be too little. Maybe you need a little more. Like Chris, you're in don't town, give in to this but guy like, just because you're there. I, you're bigger I'm than him. Mad. You don't need to be intimidated. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not mad at the chickens. Like, I think that I think having a neighbor with some chickens would be kind of dope. I'll throw something over and let's see if I can trap the chicken. Like, I want to see, see, like, see how dumb these chickens are. Will oh, they my, come what, over here? One of my neighbors got ducks, too. Can we just have normal pets? <laughs> they go walking around with they ducks got a, whole, are cute. a whole duck thing in the back. Like, I don't even know. They had ducks. Are, they actually, ducks are good pets. They spent money yeah. on, like, building, like, some sort of duck whatever in the backyard. <laughs> duck house. For them to be in, they walk. Around. I Man. don't. I didn't sign up. I want to live in town. I don't want to see ducks or chickens. <laughs> but you don't, I don't have any of this. But you don't have to see them. I look. Yeah. You live in town. I look out my daughter's back window. If my neighbors have chickens, I'm going to see their chicken coop and their chickens. Yeah, but you don't like. If you see the They're chickens, the you could just move away from that window. <laughs> I don't want the chickens. They could just not have chickens. That's it. 
You know what? Just yeah. I don't care how good the eggs are. They sell eggs at the store. They sell chicken at the <laughs> that store. That is good. They are as good. That chickens are just as good. I can. I don't like eggs to begin with. I don't. Eggs are eggs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't taste eggs, the difference. Yeah. I have a. I'm not gonna lie. I have a weird thing with eggs too. I can't eat anybody's eggs. I need to eat my own eggs. I need to eat them right off the skillet. If they get a little cold, I'm not eating it. I'm not touching it. And yeah. then sometimes halfway through eating eggs, I'm done. Yeah, same. I don't, I'm not a big yeah, egg person. I'm, I'm I can a eat weird, a little bit of eggs. Yeah. If I eat too many eggs, I'll get actually my stomach gets bumped. Yes. I don't know what's going yes. on. Like it is. So the eggs are not big in our house. But I'm sorry if I'm scrambling an egg. It doesn't matter if it just came right from the the chicken could walk in and drop that egg on my pan, on the actual pan, and I wouldn't <laughs> notice the difference of one that I got from the store that's set to expire in a day. Get out! Get out! You might feel the difference. I don't believe that. L chimes in. Rutledge is right. Uh, <laughs> oh, Stone. get out of here, Al. Rutledge, uh, Mr. Stone chimes in. Roosters are the issue, not hens. Best eggs ever. Eggs are eggs. I'm sorry. Eggs are eggs. And I don't. And no. I, I have to be like this. I'm not going to know the difference if the if the chicken led a great life and got to hang out in the backyard and just live its best life, or if it was just kept in a, a coop for its whole life. It's going to taste the same. I feel like you taste the difference. We a happy chicken and a sad you do chicken. Taste yeah, yeah. Well, you you taste taste don't you feel it. better, Jim, knowing the chickens are happy? No, no. Chickens are in one animal that oh. I no. <laughs> A cow, sure. Chicken, <laughs> nah, whatever. I don't care if it needs you need a psychiatrist. A... How long do they live? Like a year? What is this? I don't know. You're a That's tough a guy, Jim Rutledge. It's a chicken. Wait, do you think this is a bug? Jim you Rutledge think a chicken's a, a bug? Tub? Yeah, they're like modern day One raptors. year? They're like modern day raptors. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jake chimes in. Uh, Kogorowski chimes <laughs> in. Team hashtag egg suck. <laughs> oh, man. I feel uh, like you're only reading the Jim Rutledge favorite. No, I, I read Mitch Stoughton chimed in. Some of them. He's actually defending eggs mm-hmm. since it matters. Uh, the Adam Madison chimes in. Think about how great it would be, though, if your neighbor is missing a chicken and you could just sit on your deck and eat unmarked bucket of chicken while they look for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I was going to have hey, is my dog's going to eat their chickens and then they're going to be mad at me. Yeah, that's what I'd be worried about. I'd be like, yeah, my, yeah, my dog. Yeah, I had a, I had a, we had a farm in my hair. Her dogs used to get into that chicken coop and destroy those chickens. She had a funny way of passing them. I don't know if I can say it. Uh, <laughs> Tim in Oregon says, be careful. The nicest pet dog will still eat a chicken. This is the whole, true. this is my saving grace for the kids want a rabbit in the house. And I said, we got a dog that, that chased rabbits yeah. out of our yard all the time. We may or may not have eaten like a whole nest of baby rabbits that we just haven't told them about. Like that dog, we cannot have a rabbit in the house with our dog. That rabbit won't make it a day. That rabbit won't make it a day. <laughs> it's so it it a horrible idea. It made it with a guinea Jim, pig, but it didn't know what a guinea perfect, pig was. This is a perfect learning lesson for your kids. Get they a chicken to watch your dog eat it. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, this is why you don't mix up animals that one's a predator, one is prey. 844-770-3776. Should I get a rabbit so my kids can watch the dog eat it? This is a good lesson. <laughs> That is a lesson. That's a lesson, lesson that would be burned they, into their memory. This, they already have something like that burned into their memory. There was a bird flying around in the backyard when my wife ran a daycare, and Dolly jumped up and just oh. swallowed that bird whole, and everyone lost then their Then they clearly all didn't the kids learn that lost lesson. their mind. Yeah. My wife that said burning there, there was tears for an hour. Oh, yeah. No, you got to let them. You got to let them. You got to put the dog up, let them meet the bunny, and play with the bunny for like an hour or two. Then it's like, oh, it's like. Let's let the dog out. Like, they've been locked up all day or you've been in a backyard all day. Let's let the dog in. Then nature takes its course. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that. Exactly. <laughs> but Jim, it I, would be like a cartoon. Really my house think... would be a disaster. <laughs> Chasing that rabbit. 
Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. And Jim, I just don't think that you not wanting to see chickens is a good enough excuse for people not. It's to not. Do. It's not. It's Eric, not. It's Eric and Green Bay chimed in with excellent point, Jim. And uh, Robin Madison says, in Oregon, I don't think you're allowed to have goats or donkeys. You know what? If I was going to have something, it would be a goat. I don't have to goats. mow the backyard. They're like little uh, plant dogs. And I actually think it would be hilarious to have. I don't. My, it's too big for my dog. To, I don't think my, bo- my dog would like attack a goat. It's like yeah. too big and wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. And like, but like, and then I went out to mow the yard in the backyard and just eat back there and just. But one I, day, one day. That's my counter every time when I bring up a bunny. Eating, wouldn't they just destroy your yard? My yard's basically destroyed. Well, all the kids around it anyways. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's a good point. They'd eat everything. <laughs> So that would be the trade-off for it. So I guess you'd have to like tie it up at some point. <laughs> then the raptor, oh, a ram. The, the raptor chicken can come get it at some point. Yeah, there it is. Those chickens. Don't feed them long enough. They're going to get that goat. Uh, so apparently, fainting goats are a thing, too, which would be funny, I guess. Fainting goats, Matt, do you know about fainting goats? Just oh, yeah. Yeah, you, if they get startled in any fashion, they'll just like seize up and fall over. No, the dog would startle the hell out of them pretty regularly. I got a question for <laughs> you all. Right. This just made me think of y'all some good old Midwestern boys. <laughs> y'all ever uh y'all ever been, been cow tipping? <laughs> I have not, Matt. <laughs> is that real? I don't know if that's real. 844-770-3776. Is cow tipping real? I don't know anyone that went cow tipping. I've never gone cow tipping. I grew up in the bird burbs of Milwaukee, so it's not yeah. like Cedarburg, there wasn't a lot of farm kids around, yeah. so I don't oh. know anyone that tipped cows. Prime oh, time? Man. Do you ever go cow tipping? <laughs> no, I grew up in the. I, I grew like, up up north. I didn't grow up in the in the look at, in the boonies. First of all, Jim. look at Prime. Prime is barely flipping a goat. I feel like he ain't tipping, to, a, he ain't I, tipping a cow. Good point. So Very good point. To, someone have to pick Prime time up and swing him and hit him against the cow <laughs> to, to knock a cow over. Matt, you're Mister Wisconsin. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I have not gotten cow. Do you know anybody that has? I don't know. Uh, Robin no, Madison just, says yes, it's real, but he does. I didn't say he did it. Um, uh, I don't. Believe I mean, it. Tommy Boy set that off for me. That's what I first like really learned about it was from Tommy Boy. Donnie from DeForest chimes in. Simple solution for your bird problem: give them some Alka Seltzer tablets, but don't anyone don't let anyone see you do it. So apparently that doesn't uh, go uh, out well. What does that do? Yeah, blow them up. I don't know. Well, they can't. <laughs> birds can't burp or fart, so they will just continue to build with gas. And then yeah. eventually blow up. Yeah. I mean, good luck getting what? a bird to eat an Alka-Seltzer tablet. <laughs> 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 They're not like goats? I feel like you can get a goat to eat out anything. I feel like you can get a bird yeah. to eat that. Maybe not like a Cause that's bird of prey. Honestly, chickens eat everything. But aren't yeah, chickens, one of the, eat chickens gotta be one of the dumbest animals around, yeah, too, right? Man, I saw, I saw this video of a chicken eating chicken nuggets, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. That would, that would give me pleasure. If my neighbor had chickens, I would throw chicken nuggets over the fence all the time. For that double chickeny flavor. Oh, man. The Adam Madison chimes in. Cow tipping takes like four or five dudes, and it's not good. Broken hips and ribs for the cow every time. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you shouldn't be tipping cows. Uh, we do have Jacob Madison chiming in on uh, 844-770-3776 on cow tipping. Hey. hey cow, cow tipping is not real, guys. I grew up around dairy farms. My family's, my mom's family is big dairy farmers. Cows do not sleep standing up. So <laughs> if you're trying to tip over a uh, cow, you're you're going to be fighting a cow that's going to fight back. So. Ooh. 
Yeah, if you, so you haven't even heard anyone trying to do it. It's not even something like after Tommy Boy. I feel like it was in the movie Cars too, or like one of those. Yeah, I feel like Mater yeah, was like cartoon. trying to yeah, like yeah, scare yeah. them all, I knock so. over. Uh, nobody even no stories of anyone uh, trying no. it. No. Oh. Everybody thinks of Tommy Boy when they when they start talking about it, and it's a great laugh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good luck. Yeah, that's what I figured. Thanks, thanks for the call on that eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Thanks mean, for telling us Santa Claus isn't real. Yes, yeah, that's, that's essentially what this guy first did. Of all, Santa Claus. <laughs> hold on, he Santa, is real. He Santa is Claus real. is real, but cow tipping right. not real. Um, <laughs> what? But see, that's just, what I no. I, I think it's just one of those things. If you believe hard enough. Cow tipping can be real. <laughs> now I want to look. A cow weighs between. Uh, let's see here. I want to look this up now. A cow weighs around twenty four hundred pounds. Ooh. How many Ooh. people? Are the three of us chip, tipping a cow? I'm not even counting prime time. Like you just can be in the way. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. No. All three of us would have to. I think you got to be up. able to squat that. <laughs> I feel like if all three of us can squat 800, then maybe we can get over. If you put on like your old Carolina uniform oh, and just lay it, lay them out. <laughs> I have enough pre workouts. You're underestimating us. The three of us could easily squat 800 pounds. Again, enough, the three of us. No, no, no. Worth no, no. noting that's a caller point up to 2,400. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. No, no. But also, <laughs> the caller pointed out uh, the cow's not going to go willingly. So, that is like, true. yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> that's something that I hadn't thought about. Because the cows seem like chill. I've been around cows. They yeah, but how chill. chill are you if someone's just trying to try to knock you over? I mean, but you're on a farm. Like, you should be used to me. Like, you should be used to a human being around you. You got to move the cows around. You got to clean the hooves, milk the cow. You don't have to get pushed a little bit to move. You know, they ain't moving all the time. That's a fair point. 844-770-3776. Ryan and Madison chimes in. Cow tipping is a myth. Uh, Daryl Deerfield, who would be an expert on Chimes in, the average cow is more like 1,600 pounds. Cow oh. tipping is the equivalent of watching the submarine uh, watching the submarine races on happy days. I don't know what that means, but I, I would imagine submarine too. races are not a real thing, too. So, yeah, that, so I did see that a, a female cow is 1,600 pounds. An adult, which could be a bull, a male, would be 2,400 pounds. Oh, we can get a female. We can get a female. <laughs> we can get a female. I'm yeah, a believer now. I think we can tip 1,600? I'm a believer now. Is this something you can simulate? Because I don't love the idea of, like... <laughs> I don't want to like. You want like a hoof to the cheek? No, forget that. It said that like they break, break their hips. And, and I mean, we gotta. All right, let's just find one and they'll find one the day before it goes to slaughter. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and it's not as bad. We'll tip them over, and we helped you out. Now you don't have to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we helped you. <laughs> we helped you. <clears throat> That was oh, but wait, that, but wait. If you if a cow doesn't if a cow can't stand, they don't take it to slaughter. So it would uh, probably cost them some money. Ah, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. Find a sick one. Maybe we just put a pillow under it or something. I don't know. Speaking <laughs> of Wisconsin and cows and goats, Matt Hamilton, we all have a favorite goat, and that's Dancing Goat Distillery. I know, Chris, you've been having a sip mm-hmm. or two here. Love Dancing Goat. Yeah, that Dancing Goat Distillery is absolutely 10 out of 10. It's just a 20-minute shot outside of Madison up in Cambridge. And I'm telling you, you got to check out the distillery. It's one of the biggest distilleries in Wisconsin. And they're currently distilling and bottling one of my absolute favorite bourbons right now, the Cork Inn Humble Blend by Dancing Goat. It is a classic bourbon mash that's aged in a Colombian oak wood. That's the only difference from your like standard bourbon, but I'm telling you, it tastes nothing like that. 
your everyday bourbon. It's got a real complex flavor that you're really going to enjoy. You can find it wherever you get delicious liquors, but you got to remember, you got to be 21 years or older to enjoy the delicious distillings of Dancing Goat. Before we get out, let's get out to Rob and Madison, 844-770-3776. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on cow tipping? You know, it's not a myth. It's just stupid, just like cowboy poker, rodeo, you know. When you're sitting in a rodeo playing cards and you let a bull come at you, mm. you know, of course the cow's not sleeping, standing up, but, oh, boy, is it going to freaking hurt. <laughs> I've, I've been attacked by cattle. I almost got killed by one when I was a 20-year-old moron. What? <laughs> uh, well, sure, that's uh, what happened. Yeah, we need yeah. to hear this. There was a bull in the wrong pasture. I was trying to get a fresh cow in. So a fresh cow is a cow that just had a baby. Okay. So I'm handling the calf. Next thing, the bull came from behind me, smoked me in the ribs, and just started digging at my heart and grinding me to the concrete. So I tried to hold myself closest as I could to his neck so he wouldn't pound me down. Finally, I had a family member come out with a pitchfork and got him off me. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was a good time. But we, yeah. uh, you know, I was a time. country boy, but we had some friends from Memorial uh, Madison always come out partying. And, oh, we had some crazy. I mean, there was one time the cops came out, busted the party, and people go running, and girls ended up in a manure pit. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Did, uh, did that bull turn into steaks? I shot that bull two days later. Serves him right. Okay. Thanks, Rob. This is Rel- this is Relative Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Six, Ryan. What kind of producer are you? Look, I blame Robin Madison. He was I'm shooting. Cool. He was shooting bowls, and he's killing the clock too. <laughs> Goodness gracious! <laughs> he still didn't talk me out of cow tipping. By the way, <laughs> just cow tipping with a bull. So you tip, a, a, you'll tip a, a female cow? Yeah, I All wouldn't right. fight a bull anyway. I can deal with the hooves and like getting rammed. Is with there a chance? Nothing. Is there a chance that that bull that uh, or that cow that attacked Rob was just interested in him? Just maybe, maybe saw rock. <laughs> it was a bull. Well, yeah, I, I don't know how no that judgment. works. Maybe the hey you love who, loves love, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is Rutledge and or Hamilton, which means we have Chris Orr and Matt Hamilton on the show. Get into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six live from the Everlight Solar Studio. We we did start this by talking about chickens and then got the cow tipping. So please chime in. <laughs> if you have actually cow tipped, I would love the story. I don't think it's a real thing. I've texted my wife, whose father is a uh, farmer, and they have cows uh, on their farm, and she's grown up uh, in like the Broadhead Judah area, so a lot mm. of farming around there. Uh, she would have an insight for me, but she's also got two kids at home. So hopefully she'll get a chance to text me back. 844-770-3776. Uh, let's play an abbreviated what Matt missed. Before we do that, though, Matt... What lineys did you miss the most uh, while you were recovering from your? Uh, maybe you were drinking while you had your cold, but while you were trying to recover, uh, what, what lineys did you miss? 
Well, here's the thing, Jim. Uh, you can see on the stream, I am about to enjoy oh, a delicious Liney's Juicy Peach. I'm telling you, it is a fantastic beer. It's given me that last little taste of that warm weather. We got some warm wind this uh, last week and weekend. Reminded me of those summer breezes. I was like, oh, get me a Liney Kugel's Juicy Peach because it's got this delicious peach flavor which reminds me of summer along with their classic delicious line of kugels beer you can get line of kugels beer wherever you get delicious beer they've got a whole range of flavors from weiss box ipas this juicy peach and a whole lot more go check them out you got to be 21 years or older but when you are 21 line of kugels is the beer for you and they got the flavor for any moment and i'll tell you what i had a juicy peach at the packer game uh two weeks ago when oh. they played minnesota uh, and it was it's it was so good. It was amazing. It was mm. really really good. Uh, all right, let's go a little bit of uh, what Matt missed. Context is important. Oh man! Except when you're an Olympic gold medalist. Honestly, I have no idea who it is. Here we go, yo. Obviously, go, he's talking about um, maybe. It's time for what Matt missed on Rutledge and Hamilton. Yeah, Matt, so you've been gone a little longer than usual, but uh, you were on yesterday's show, and uh, so I want to quiz you a little bit about the uh, most current events, see if you know who this is and what it is he's talking about. What we did today was a baller-ass move. They're all in, man, to try and win this thing, and I get that you guys are salty about this. I understand it. It sucks, but guess what? It's a baller move by my favorite team. Whose favorite team is uh, that, and who's who's that talking there, Matt? Uh, Matt, I would make a Evan guess Cohen here. Evan Cohen again? Oh, is my it God. Evan Cohen? <laughs> Evan Cohen? Oh, my God. He's from New York. Why would the Cubs be his know. favorite team? All right. I have no... Dude, there's, you're from Cedarburg, but the Cubs are your favorite team. So <laughs> There's a bunch of people with Scots like the Cubs because they're on WGN. Yeah, Anyways. there's a bunch of people who like the Cubs everywhere. Maybe <laughs> name, name some people like from ESPN Chicago, our team on there. Like I would maybe make a guess on that. Do you know anyone that? All right. <laughs> that was Dave Kaplan from ESPN Chicago on Wisconsin. Oh, Dave Kaplan. That's there you right. Go. Shoot. Ah, uh, Dave. Sorry, was, Davey. Gotcha. He was on with uh, Greg Matzik and the guys from Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ yesterday, gloating, as Jim Rutledge well was on this pro- program yesterday, about the Cubs getting Craig Council from the Brewers. And you sound salty. Yeah, I should be. We all should be. You can't even get it out. No, yeah. I can't. I, I'm still broken up. That sounded Thank painful. You. It was. <laughs> it was still painful. Is. Um, and, you know, for... Dave Campbell's got 133,000 Twitter followers. Holy cow. Chicago's a big city. Big city I mean, I like him. Yeah. I just didn't know. There's a lot of followers. I thought he would have like 33,000, which okay. is a lot of followers. Well, that is good, a lot. good for Dave. And uh, so obviously there's a lot of, you know, possibly butthurt fans in the state of Wisconsin over Craig Council. But uh, there might be some uh, butthurt Packer fans as well. Go! <laughs> Why are you all wearing Kirk Cousins jerseys? We couldn't help ourselves. He's such a great guy. I'm going to get you a chicken finger, okay? Aww. But he's a Viking. Aww. But he's such a nice Viking. Um, Matt, do you possibly know what that was? That, I actually, I have no idea what it's from, but I saw that, like, commercial. Yes, exactly. That was. Uh, it was something... It was something to do. It was after Cousins did that, like, quarterbacks or whatever it was on On Netflix. Netflix? It was a commercial for Netflix. It was playing a lot this Ah. past Sunday during the NFL games because Netflix is promoting all their sports content now. 
Um, but it's referencing that apparently Kirk Cousins was the highest selling jersey in the state of Wisconsin this past month. Wow. So maybe Kirk Cousins is the most liked quarterback in the state of Wisconsin currently. Wow. I mean, he, he definitely went up a lot of points in my book after that quarterbacks thing. He's a big old dork, but he's super wholesome. I, so, I, I, I don't know. I'm not anti-Kirk Cousins, but I'm about as big a fan as I could be of my like biggest rivals star player. That's a that's bad representation by the state of Wisconsin. I'm disappointed. About the Jersey sales? Yeah, I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. That's tough. This is your this is your border war. What are you yeah. doing? The, the only number eight jersey you should be buying is the New York Jets. Didn't one. Fields win this last year in Wisconsin? <laughs> I believe he did. Oh, yeah, yeah that, he did. That makes more he sense did. though because he was still such a young QB. Yeah, that right? makes like, more sense. And he just been drafted. Yes. And there are a lot of Bears fans in Wisconsin. That makes so more I think, sense. Yeah. Whereas like Kirk Cousins, he's been there forever. Why yeah. is he all of a sudden getting all, all these sudden, jerseys? We're gonna go buy his jersey. Look, he tears his Achilles. Everyone buys his jersey. Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles. Everyone just boos the guy. It's not. Uh, it's not did fair. He did he tear his Achilles? <laughs> what do you what? <laughs> Wait, we got some conspiracy theories out of him. He's taking my deep cuts to conspiracy. Don't steal no, this from the, me. The, no. Dan, the Dan Levitard show put it out yesterday that oh. look. Aaron Rodgers, known liar about his <laughs> medical situations, so that's already been proven. He's untruthful when it comes to his body. And he hates, the idea was, he hates the Packers and science so much <laughs> that he's doing this to, like, fake an early comeback from the Achilles oh to be God. like, I'm so much smarter than, si-, like, origi- like yeah. you know, believed in science. And if he goes past 65%, if he plays less than 65% of the game, snaps, the Packers get a second round pick. Mm. So this uh, is the, the this idea, is my conspiracy. Levitard show stole right from you. Yeah, Levitard show stole from they, you because well, he, they're big fans of the show. That's they are, yeah. That's understandable. Yeah, of course. He could have he could have not torn it all the way through because I want to say I want to say they talked about his procedure and they basically just it was a new technique of reattaching the tendon to itself. Yeah. Instead of like mm. usually how you do it is. Not that pretty. It's a little more gory than that. Don't they have to like pull it all the yeah. way down? Yeah, make it and, like, all the staple way down. It to your, yeah. Staple it together, and yeah. It seems like that could have used an upgrade, anyways. As far as like <laughs> nobody else like, did it. Okay. Somebody else did it, but I think they did it with the ACL. Okay. I want to say it was for Joe Burrow. Okay, oh, Joe Burrow. I want to say when Joe Burrow tore his okay. ACL, like his second year. Yep. They did the same technique. Cause, but you can only do that if it's not like all the way. Okay. If it's not just flapping there. Like, <laughs> put it like this. Right. When, I, when I tore my ACL on that ultrasound, it looked like a star exploded. He was like, "This is where your ACL is supposed to be." <laughs> <laughs> this is it floating around everywhere. <laughs> so we're gonna have to make a new one for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're gonna steal a piece of your hamstring. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of a certain quarterback, he had something to say today on the Pat McAfee show, Matt. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've known Derwin for a while. We got the same agency. He came over, to dab me up during uh, during the game. Good to see him after the game. I didn't realize that was uh, going to get caught there. I mean, obviously that was said with a little tongue in cheek there. So Matt, reference what he's talking about there. Well, that's that's what we asked Matt. What oh, was he speaking right. in yeah. tongue okay. in cheek? Gotcha. About. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I saw this. Um, a guy on the Chargers came up to Rodgers like after the game and said something like, when do you get back out on the field? And it didn't Rodgers say like a couple weeks and he got picked up saying that and like kind of co- like committing. That's like, like not actually, but like that's the way everyone's running with it now is that he's committed to a couple weeks and he's back. 
feels like the conspiracy theory might be right at this point, honestly. Right. The way he's planting, he's planting these seeds. But yes, Matt, you are correct. Uh, but then we'll you, talk about the way he's planting with his back foot when he throws it 55 <laughs> yards in warmups. Hey, well, modern science. Modern science. So Rogers said it's probably more like a couple fortnights. So yeah, I looked it up. How long is a fortnight? Two weeks. It's like 14 days. Okay. 14 Whatever days or two weeks? Yes, yeah, same. Same yes. thing. Well, well, I mean, but, but it was two different like, people guessing. I know, but Ryan's like, two weeks. And Matt's like, 14 days. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said it one after the other. It's, the del- it's delay, Jim. I said it the exact same time. Yes. It's just the delay on your end. He right, probably you're, both right. about it, though, you're both right. So. I'm not going to lie to you. He probably could do it. He probably could do it. He's a quarterback. I think that's what's getting lost, is that he's a quarterback. He's not out here hammering on his tendons like everybody else right. minus the specialists. And then with but, his like <laughs> right and with his like uh like ability and knowledge of the game yeah he probably knows how to take fewer hits than any other quarterback in the For league sure. the guy has been around enough he knows when you know how when to throw it away we saw that we were upset as packer fans when we you know it'd be third and eight and he'd throw it away and you'd wish he'd just try and rip one in there somewhere mm-hmm. but the guy's too careful with the ball he he knows how to throw the ball away for sure if anyone could do it with one leg it's aaron Rodgers. have you guys watched the jets offensive line there's no way he's no yeah, way he's surviving if he's, he's playing gonna, he has guy. to move that's yes, the thing that's he's gonna true. have to move. that is true and like if you can barely move he's gonna get he's gonna get killed back there. <laughs> my goodness he's gonna get destroyed so that was yeah. what Matt missed. That uh, was what Matt uh, yeah, missed. brought to you by our good friends at Line and Kugels. I have breaking Badger news that I'm going to share with you after the break. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Continues live, Rutledge and or Hamilton, excuse me, continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. That means we got Matt Hamilton and Chris Orr with you. And we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. I have breaking news brought to you by our friends at Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership, uh, home uh, for your trusted breaking news here is ESPN Madison. This story is from the uh, Wisconsin State Journal, and it is from, uh, let me get the right person on this one. Todd Maluski has the story. Gus Yeldon, I'll just read the first couple sentences here, or first couple paragraph, guys. Gus Yeldon's temporary leave of absence from the University of Wisconsin men's basketball team came days after he was cited by UW-Madison police for the second time in two months. In pleading no contest to the first an underage drinking ticket he received at Camp Randall Stadium mm. during the September 2nd Badgers football season opener. Uh, Yeldon pledged to be better moving forward. Now let's stop at that one. Because mm. that is, there's two parts to this. There's underage drinking, he's 19. That There's also a level of you are a star recruit for the mm-hmm. team and you're going to watch the football team play. Mm-hmm. I believe I was at that game. The basketball players were there. I don't mm-hmm. know if he was with that group. Mm. And then he is, I, I, would, I would hope not, because that is really bad judgment mm-hmm. if he was supposed to be there representing the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe he just happened well, to be there at the same time. But also really bad judgment to be drunk enough in public that the campus police find you, give you a breathalyzer, and then probably escort you from the stadium and give you a ticket. That's bad. That's so bad. I mean, 
I'm not going to necessarily say that he was so drunk that they picked him out. Like he's a recognizable guy. And I don't think campus police like go easy on him. I also think they're getting, they might like look for someone who's six, seven towering over everybody else in the crowd. Like he's not exactly inconspicuous. I'm not saying he wasn't, uh, under the influence, uh, that's, by any means, right? That's saying, usually what happens. The though, guy's is that like someone... six, seven, six, yes. eight. Yeah, but he's what... easy to find. So yes. if you've got any sort of stumble or yes. slur in your speech, like they're already noticing you, right? Because yeah. that's usually two... what happens at Camp Randall is that they notice mm-hmm. you drunk and then they find yeah. you. Because I've walked in through the media section and there's usually like a bullpen of kids handcuffed into like to the chain link fence <laughs> because the police on their way in, they're like, you are getting a breathalyzer you seem too drunk to be here and you're mm-hmm. underage. And then they'll give them all breathalyzers and write them tickets and send them on their way if mm-hmm. it's safe to do that. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. Oh, and I was just saying like, as when you're an athlete, especially at a college, like I wouldn't necessarily know that the way Chris does. But like I have to wear Team USA. Like I could, I would never, in a million years, go out all boozed up with like a Team USA shirt or like in a curling venue where people would recognize me and know me. It's like the people here are all Badger fans, and you're a Badger basketball player. Like there's in no world is this a good idea or. Like you are not inconspicuous. You you aren't as inconspicuous as Johnny Manziel in Las Vegas the night before a football game. Like <laughs> you ain't throwing a wig on and yeah, getting away with it. Mustache, like people yeah. are gonna see you. Right. Well, and that's the point of like, like you ain't me, fooling anybody. You're six yeah. seven. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's more of it. Like I'm not like excusing the underage drinking part of it, but like that no. is a that is a college experience. Mm-hmm. But like you, it's the bad judgment, and mm-hmm. I'm sure. There's two mm-hmm. parts of bad judgment. One, doing something that's illegal, but then two, mm-hmm. being able to be seen. But here's the other part of it. Yaldin, 19, excuse me, here's the other part of it. But the freshman from Appleton was ticketed for possession of marijuana as at his residence hall, October 29th, court record show. Mm. He has a non-mandatory appearance uh, on, the vi- on the violation on January 17th. So it's the idea of two tickets uh, between September and October, and two tickets in two months, one for underage drinking, one for marijuana, mm. and again, it's not extra for a college kid to to do these sorts of mm-hmm. things. But you are committed; it's part of the. Chris, mm-hmm. I'll let Matt. You could talk about it too. But Chris, as an athlete, mm-hmm. the commitment at the university level—you were eighteen, nineteen. Uh, I'm sure there's teammates that got in trouble or certain things you <laughs> wanted to do, but you realized like I can't, yeah, because. I made this commitment because I have these goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. First, he wanted to go blind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they found him. They found him. He got, he got a touch on the shoulder or something. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Like, one, one I'll say this. When you're an athlete at any university, you understand that you're going to be recognizable. Like, people are fans, especially a reputable university like Wisconsin. If you're on a football team or the men's basketball, in some years hockey, like, People are going to know who you are, especially basketball. It's so easy to pick out and say, yeah, yeah. That's you don't a wear a mask. Yeah. You, and they're all, usually tall. All of, them, all of them walk around looking like aliens. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to be you're not gonna be in Madison, Wisconsin at 6'7", just chilling. The, the only thing to be less uh, inconspicuous would be like the women's volleyball team. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Them yeah. too, yeah. them too. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah, no, yeah. them too, them too. Yeah. Um, so one, like you understanding that you understand that there's a certain way you need to handle yourself. It's not that you were drinking, it's not that you had some weed. It's more so like this is what this is what the 
common thoughts are in sports, even even in the NFL. It's like, bro, I'm not mad at you for doing these things. You do what you do. But you need to handle your business. You need to handle yourself in a way that's representative of our organization, of our program, which means that, hey, okay, you're having some drinks. You're realizing I'm a little too far gone. You need to stop. You need to go home, whatever you need to do. We shouldn't know anything extracurricular that you do outside of going to school and being an athlete here. That's basically that's basically like the notion. It's like, hey, <laughs> if you're doing something out there, go ahead, by all means. <laughs> but you need to be careful enough and handling yourself well enough that we never find out about this. We never know. I never know that. I shouldn't have never known you were drinking before you were 21. I should have never known that you have marijuana. Right. I should never know that. I should. Like, I if should I'm your coach, yeah, if yeah. I'm your coach, I should have yeah. no clue you're doing that. Yes. Even if I'm like, ah, he might, yeah. he might be in here. He's like a partier. He might be in, whatever. I can guess that, but I, I should not be able to confirm that at all, which is, which is, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's there's not really an excuse for that, Matt. I mean, yeah. obviously representing Team USA, and you, but you were doing it at a young level as well as you were coming up too in, in juniors and everything. So I'm sure similar choices you had to make. Yeah, I mean, there was a there's a junior thing. If you got caught drinking, you are out for a year or two. So Ooh. it's a big deal. Like, you're Team USA when. Whether you like it or not, if you are you're you know a Wisconsin basketball athlete, whether you want to be or not, it doesn't end when you take that jersey off. It is your entire time at that school. Like the entire time I'm competing, I'm still p- part of Team USA. If I screw up, you better believe that's going to be in the paper somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so, still- like you just got to know you're always in the eye. Like the best thing to do is exactly what Chris says. People assume that you're. Still gonna have fun and get down. Mm-hmm. Just don't let them ever confirm it. Yeah, exactly. We used to, we used to have a saying that by the time you got in trouble, you it would hit the news that you were a former Badger. We say that it'll come across the ticker as former Badger, whoever <laughs> got caught <laughs> drunk driving somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin. Yep. Because you're gone by the time you're gone by the time it hits the news. By the time it hits the news, you're gone. Bye bye. You're gone, brother. You might as well pack it up. You might as well pack it up, man. Start hitting up your high school coach. Ask him to put your film back out there, whatever it is. But you're out of here, brother. Look, and there have been players. And Shelby Mm -hmm. Harris is one who was jettisoned from Wisconsin, who plays in the NFL now. Uh, He had some issues. But two different stories on that Shelby Harris one. He had the same incident. There was a top recruit from East St. Louis area in Illinois slash St. Louis area, Craig Appleton. And he... I don't, I don't think he played football again. Maybe he did, but he didn't play at Wisconsin. He was gone. Mm-hmm. Shelby Harris was kicked out of Wisconsin as well. Uh, I think he went maybe D2. He went, a different, he went to NIU. Yeah, and so yeah, and then he got to the NFL, mm-hmm. and he was able to turn. It doesn't mean it's over, yep. but that would be an example of two players. Uh, not quite the same. It was a little bit more going on, I think, uh, than this one. But it is an opportunity. You can turn it and write the, the ship on it. Mm-hmm. Look, Travis Kelsey. Remember, Kelsey was kicked off his uh, Cincinnati football yep. team. His brother Jason went to bat with him mm-hmm. and got him back on under a very strict probationary window yep. there. So there are success stories where mm-hmm. people can turn this forward. So hopefully uh, that will turn forward for Gus. Uh, but if you're missing it, Gus Yeldon, uh, the nickname Gus Bus, top recruit for Wisconsin or one of the top recruits, uh, he took a leave of absence from the team, and then it was broken by the Wisconsin State Journal today that – it was um, that he also, I should say, was directly because of this. They asked Coach Guard about it via text. He said, I, have, I don't have any comment to make right now. But 
Gus Yeldon got a drinking ticket at Camp Randall uh, on September 2nd, Badger's opening day at 19 years old, and then he got a possession of marijuana ticket at his residence hall October 28th. So two incidences uh, in two months, timing up with right after the second incident, Gus took a leave of absence from the team. I, I tell these guys, like, man, you trying to – I know your ultimate goal is getting to the NBA, NFL, whatever – they're doing their homework on you, bro. Like they're not, and they're not asking people that are fans of you. They're gonna ask. They're gonna ask your academic advisor how is he when he comes in here. They're gonna ask a random tutor. Have you tutored? Have you tutored Chris or ever? Yeah, tell me about him. They're gonna ask the janitor, the receptionist that you walk by every morning that you don't say good morning to. So like, something like this is gonna. I mean, it, it just kind of just shows they're gonna find like, out. yeah, one they're gonna find out, but two. In basketball, especially, like you're getting recruited. I'm sure if you if you're a big time recruit in high school, you pretty much know that I do what I need to do. I'm gonna be in the NBA. So like you're you're probably gonna get to the NBA really young. They they already don't want to deal with that. Yep. They, they want a young professional. At least it's like he's so in love with basketball. He's just gonna go home, play video games, and come to practice. <laughs> <laughs> if you're 19, 20, whatever, however old you are when you get to yeah. the NBA. But, like, now it's like, oh, man, this dude can't even handle college. He can't handle college. I was going to handle being in L.A. Right. As a Laker. Uh, and then uh, on that note, uh, Daniel Sloth chimes in that Shaq famously, famously was quoted, I only drink at home because I can't ruin my mother's empire that she built drinking at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Madison said Lee Evans had an incident here at Wisconsin, and obviously he had a nice successful career with Buffalo and, and the Ravens a little mm-hmm. bit. And the Ryan and Madison – um, like I guess take one for the team. When I was in college and we were hanging out with the university athletes, we would just take the ticket. Now he would have to get an underage drinking ticket because there's nothing you can do about it. But where, why wasn't there someone else in the room copying to the possession charge? I mean, he probably was. He probably was with his teammates. I'm, they got honored at the game. I want. I want to say like during the yeah timeout, they, were, they I got was, honored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but also he was talking about the marijuana ticket. Oh, oh. he might have just been the only person in the room. Yeah, you know, it might have like, just been him. He yeah. might just be that might have been like in back. his backpack. Like <laughs> it's at some point, it's like he's still, you know, your mom might believe a story. Like yeah. I'm just carrying that for my friend. Oh yeah, uh, the police. Yeah, the police aren't believing. Are you this kidding is, me? This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Adam Mertz, uh, intrepid reporter, did chime in with an update on Craig Appleton. I forgot. He was, since when he left Wisconsin, he was involved in a, a shooting at one point where he was shot, and then he was also charged with murder after uh, shooting of a 41 year old woman. Uh, this is from four years ago. So, but to your point, the headline says former Wisconsin wide oh, yeah. receiver charged with murder following mm-hmm. a fatal shooting. That was. We got there because we talked about success stories like Shelby Harris, who was arrested mm. at the same time as Craig Appleton. Mm. Shelby Harris in the NFL, and hopefully, Craig um, Appleton and it was around weed. It was weed adjacent <laughs> as far as what got what they got in trouble for. But uh, <laughs> Gus, Gus Yeldon took a leave of absence, and then the Wisconsin State Journal is reporting that he um, had two underage mm. 
I don't know you call it drinking or intoxicant mm. tickets uh, within a two-month window, one at a Badger game for underage drinking, and then one at his dorm for possession of marijuana. What the so, hell are you doing, Gus? Yeah, hopefully he starts making some better life decisions, and, and hopefully it's, it's just a kid being a kid. Like, hopefully yeah. it's not like a problem. Like I'd rather right. it had come after, like, uh, we just upset the number one team in the country. <laughs> right. Then yeah. I'd be like, oh, I mean, it's let him just live. get after it after <laughs> yeah, win. Like, yeah. He's celebrating. Yeah. What I'd the- much rather it be something like that than just – a random Thursday in your dorm room. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, there are me tonsilling things out there. <laughs> well, at least the oh, other one was when he was at a Badger game, right? I mean... Yeah, but we don't sell... Said. See, but the thing is, we don't sell liquor there. <laughs> True. So it's like, bro... Look, look. You were gone. Look, some of us have been You're there gone before. Enough. Some of us have been there before. Yeah. It happens. Happens to the best of us. The whole idea that you have to get enough in you to last the entire game it doesn't is work. I was just, I was, I was just saying this that like we were so at the Badger. I was at the Badger game, uh, the Ohio State one, and there were some twenty-five-year-olds who like were still drinking like they were in college, and they were like it was like constant swearing, over screaming, yelling, trying to pick some fights with Ohio State fans <laughs> around. It's like, dude, I just want to see the game. I get it. You can talk a little f- trash, but now it's like. I don't need to have you swearing and yeah. yelling in my ear for the yeah. entire game. Yeah. And it's because they tried to drink to carry themselves through the game, mm. which never works. Usually, yeah. Usually at least to a crash land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I would say this, and I said this before. I went to the uh, Packer game, and because they sell delicious you know, Miller Lite, Coors Light, and Lineys over there, that I was able to, if everyone around you handles their business yeah. because you're just drinking normal throughout the mm-hmm. day. What's the beers per hour is what we talk about here. In Green Bay, you go to Lambeau Field, you go to a Packer game, the beers per hour are a steady pace, yep. and you slowly just cut yourself mm-hmm. off and you drive home. Yep. Wisconsin, it is like 100 beers per hour. Like how, much, how drunk can I – your body doesn't work like that, just an FYI. It does not work like that. You, you yeah, like, yeah. You're not a Take camel. You don't just fill up with alcohol and it will slowly release it for the game. <laughs> you're just belligerent, Sweet, and is. then you're just miserable. Like, I think people need to remember, like – you're sipping on poison. <laughs> yeah. Like in, in small yeah. amounts, it makes you feel good. Yeah. You get too much, you're gonna quickly remember this is poisonous. <laughs> yeah. My body is rejecting this. <laughs> it's fun, but at some point, uh, if you're doing that much, uh, less fun. Uh, this hmm. is Rutledge and Hamilton. Matt, you're you're done now. You're, yeah. Are you, are you, yep. Yeah. I'm on a pitch count. All right. Well, we'll you're count. in here tomorrow, though. I will be in tomorrow. All righty. So we'll have Matt well, Hamilton. In some fashion, a full two hours. I might be remote. I might be in. That 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 jury is out, but I'll definitely be doing two hours of the show. All righty. A, a show. <laughs> it keeps like it, it's just more and more asterisks to it. He'll be doing a radio show. It could be any. I don't know. <laughs> Look, yeah, whichever one wants it. Really, Look. it just matters how much work. Matt, like Matt's got two hours of work in him tomorrow. So nobody talk to him. Before the show, because <laughs> yeah. then no we already, we, bur- we burned uh, an hour out earlier, so he only gave us an hour today. Look, Matt Hamilton's yeah, just the, the shoulder. He's just the Aaron Jones of the uh, show. Can we I can give only, you? We can only we have can to I keep him a, ready for the full long season. Can I give you a conspiracy theory that I have before we let Matt go? Is that Matt? Oh, if no. I'm not wrong on this, this is a little bit of a Jesse Nelson Matt return to glory plan, right? To make sure you're feeling good to go when you get back. Yes. Okay. I feel like Jesse is uh, what's the word? You're sabotaging you. 
that he is setting you up because we always give Jesse a lot of crap for how much work he misses. And so now he's using you as his guinea pig and be like, look, we had Matt work his way back slowly. So then when he's sick, (laughs) he can work his his way way back slowly. slowly. But then also all attention that usually is focused on Jesse missing work all the time is now on Matt Hamilton (laughs) because none of the rest of us knew that this was a Jesse Nelson will will bring Matt back slowly plan. This is Mm. Matt like... Being benched, he's on a pitch count, mm. and I, I think Jesse's doing it to protect his good, to try to build up his name. Like, look, look at me, I'm not the one who misses all the time. Matt does. Mm. He's sabotaging you, Matt. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's up for debate on who misses more time. I think everyone is aware who the uh, champion of absentee gold medalist. Uh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, Matt, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, have a good one. This is Rutledge and or Hamilton now down to Rutledge and or. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Cruise Light. (laughs)